0: How's it going everybody? Welcome back to Taxes Made Simple. I'm your host Carlton Dennis and in today's video I will be teaching you guys some tax terminology that I want you to learn. What I'm going to start doing is every single month you can start to look forward to a video where I'll be sharing with you five key tax terms that I feel like you need to know. It's a way for you to absorb tax knowledge without getting overwhelmed and it's something to look forward to. Now let's go ahead and jump into this video. All right guys, I'm excited to teach you guys some tax terms because I feel like when I was studying tax law that it was super easy for me to just memorize a bunch of terminology because that was my background. When I was early on in my college career, I was a kinesiology major, I was not an accounting major. So I had to study All of the different organs, cells, body motions that you can possibly think of. It was overwhelming. But one thing I was really good at is I was good at memorizing things. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to go over some of the terminology that I learned early on when I was memorizing how I wanted to teach tax strategy and as I was educating myself to become an enrolled agent. The first thing that I had to learn, though, was is there a difference between deductions Expenses and write-offs. So clients will call me Carlton, Carla Dennison Associates. What is the difference between a deduction and expense, a write-off? Do they all mean the same thing? Are they all different? So I want to answer this for you guys. One of the words up here that probably looks the most familiar to you is write-off right if we're writing something off that means it shows up on our tax return that's easy but what does a write off mean if you're writing something off that means that the write-off is an expense for your business and in order for you to deduct the expense for your business on your tax return you need to be able to claim the expense and in order to claim the expense you are doing your bookkeeping and your accounting so many people ask all the time Carlton, do i have all my expenses did you document all your expenses because if you're documenting all your expenses then you're able to you're able to deduct your expenses okay so Deductions, write-offs, they mean the exact same thing, but you as a business owner, you incur expenses on a yearly basis, on a daily basis, on a weekly basis. Now, depending on the type of expense will determine how you can deduct the expense. Not all expenses are the same. If you buy a Ferrari, you can't write off the Ferrari just like you can write off your cell phone. It does not work the same way, okay? So there are rules around how you are able to deduct things, okay? Most vehicles, like we talked about, if you guys seen my uh, video on how to write off your vehicle underneath your LLC, um, most vehicles are written off over the course of five years, but the government created this 179 vehicle deduction that allows for you to write off a vehicle all in one year, right? So there's rules around how you can take deductions, okay? And if you're deducting something, That means that it shows up on your tax return. You wrote it off. Hey guys, thank you so much for joining me in this video. I wanted to interrupt it to say that I appreciate you for even clicking on this video. It was something that you didn't have to do, but I'm appreciative of it. One of the things that I've done to help you and other individuals like yourself who want to know tax law is I created a private group below my own Patreon where you can click on the link and learn a little bit more about the different groups that I've created so you can get more tax education outside of just a video once a week from me. I really look forward to teaching you and I hope to see you inside. Take care. What is an entity? Now, part of the reason why this is super important is because I create videos around LLCs, S corp, C corporations, but I need you to understand that I'm creating videos around entities. I'm teaching you guys the difference between entities. And so I wanted you to know what an entity is. An entity doesn't mean that you have just a business. An entity means you've set up something separate from yourself. Okay, so separate from yourself. Okay, so now if we've established something separate from ourself, most likely it is going to be a business, so let's not play around, but you are now being viewed by the government in a certain way when you establish an entity. You can either be viewed as a disregarded entity or you can be viewed as a regarded entity. Let's go over the difference between a disregarded entity versus a regarded entity. Let's start off with regarded entities. Our regarded entities are multi-member LLCs, limited liability partnerships, LLPs, S-corps, S-corporations, C-corps, C-corporations. These are our regarded entities. A disregarded entity is your sole proprietorship and your single member LLC and even your general partnership. is considered a disregarded entity as well. Now, <clears throat> regarded entities typically have a separate tax return that's getting filed outside of the individual tax return. You know what? Actually, we're going to move GP over to regarded. Okay because a general partnership is a regarded entity. Typically, when you have another member inside of your business, the government views your business as a regarded entity. When you have a disregarded entity, the IRS does not acknowledge your business for taxation purposes. You file an individual tax return, they do not view you as a formal business. That is just how the IRS has established disregarded entities. When you have a regarded entity, you have a tax return that is being filed outside of your individual tax return okay so if i'm a sole proprietor what this means is is that i've told the government that i've started a business but i'm not really operating to the level that i'm formal and i'm paying a franchise tax every single year to host my name on the secretary of state's website i'm not going the extra mile to do these things And so since I'm not going the extra mile to show the government that I'm operating like a true corporation, I'm considered a disregarded entity and all of my income slash expenses gets reported inside of my individual tax return. So I only pay taxes where my individual return is and I only file individual tax returns recording my income and expenses on a Schedule C. Now, I'm just gonna put this out there because it's important for you guys to know what I see. I see a lot more of disregarded entities getting audited than regarded entities. That's something I notice in my office. Part of the reason I think this happens is because I think the government realizes that disregarded entities are an easy target right? Most disregarded entities sometimes are set up as hobby businesses or side businesses. So you're half-assing your accounting or you're not taking the correct steps to show that you're taking your expenses legitimately and you end up getting audited and your expenses get disallowed. So if that is you, I'm warning you now, please be careful as a sole proprietorship or a single member LLC. Sometimes you have more of a target on you. Now, If you are a regarded entity, that means you set up a multi-member LLC, maybe you and a partner, you and a relative, Uh, maybe you've decided to set up a limited liability partnership, or maybe you've converted your single member LLC to an S corporation, you've taken it upon yourself to establish a C corporation, or maybe you're a general partnership. If you're a regarded entity, you now file a separate return. Your separate return, Now we'll report a K-1 inside of your individual tax returns, individual returns. This is what makes you a regarded entity, okay? Now, understanding the difference between a regarded entity and a disregarded entity may not seem all that big of a deal to you, but it starts to become a big deal when when you start making more money. Because most taxpayers who start to make more money run into a a third problem. Carlton, how do I start paying myself? Because when you're profitable, now you want to pay yourself out of your business and you'll find out that if you're a sole proprietorship or you're a single member LLC, you don't get a deduction when you pull money out of your bank account. Now you're gonna need to process payroll, which means now you're looking at whether or not it makes sense for you to be an S Corp or even a C Corporation, depending on which direction your business wishes to go in. So now we understand the difference between disregarded, regarded entity, What is a number three flow through entity? Okay, we're going to talk about what a flow through entity is versus a non flow through entity because the tax laws were changed in 2017 and they're still in effect and they have an impact on you right now if you're watching this video. So let's talk about flow through entities. Flow through entities are Single member LLCs, sole props, GPs, S-Corps, LLPs, limited liability partnerships. They're anything other than a C-Corp, okay? Why why are single member LLCs, sole proprietorships, general partnerships, S-Corps, and LLPs considered flow through entities And a C-corporation is not considered a flow-through entity. Well, what makes an entity flow-through? Let's talk about that. If you're operating inside of a single-member LLC, sole proprietorship, general partnership, S-corporation, LLP, when you file tax returns for these businesses, your business does not pay taxes. What? That's correct. When you file tax returns for your single member LLC, your sole proprietorship, your GP general partnership, your S corporation, your LLP, your business does not pay taxes. The person that pays taxes is the person that receives the K one from the business, which is typically the shareholder. If you're in an S corp or the member, if you're in an LLC, it's just two different terms shareholder if you're an S corp, you're a member if you're in an LLC. Okay. So when I file my tax returns for my LLP, for my S corp, for my single member LLC, now this return is going to kick off a form called a K1 form. And this K1 form is going to go inside of my individual tax returns. Individual returns. This is where I pay taxes one time, okay? So let's recap. A flow through entity is a single member LLC, a sole proprietorship, a general partnership, an S corporation, any type of entity that's generating this K-1 form that's not a C corp. And when I file the tax returns for my business, my business doesn't pay taxes, the income that the business earned is gonna flow over to me on a K1 form where I'm the shareholder of my business. I receive that income and pay taxes one time at my individual tax rate. So that is the path of how income flows to you on a tax return when you're in flow through entity. Now, if you're in a C-Corp, things are different. Things are drastically different than when you're in a C-Corp. When you're in a C-Corp, you are a C-Corporation and then you're an individual. So The C-Corporation has its own tax rate, files its returns, and then it pays you. So the C-Corporation tax rate, as I'm filming this video, is 21%. The Biden administration is looking to increase the tax rates. I think they will be successful in increasing the C-Corp tax rate. I'm voting against it. I'm thinking they will be successful, okay? So C-Corp tax rate is is, is 21%. The C-Corporation files tax returns and pays taxes based on 21% of net income. So the C-Corporation pays taxes. You, the individual that receives income from the C-corporation in the form of a W-2 or dividends, you will also pay taxes. This is how the C-corporation owner leads to double taxation. Now, you might be thinking, Jim, when in hell would I ever want to be in a position where I'm being double taxed? You'd be surprised. I switch clients from S-Corps to C-Corps all the time. There's, there becomes a moment where it no longer makes sense for you to be receiving so much flow-through income coming to you. If you're making $2 million and you took a payroll salary for $300K, you got $1.75 million, 1.7 million million flowing over to you. Right, that's a lot of flow through income even if you took a salary for 600 grand you have 1.4 million dollars in flow through income coming over to you now the real kicker though that makes having a flow through entity awesome dope is that flow through entities receive a 20 percent qbi deduction what does this mean well qbi stands for something qualified business b-u-s-i-n guys i'm a tax strategist i'm not a i'm not a school teacher okay qualified business income deduction okay QBI stands for Qualified Business Income Deduction, 20%, which means that if I have net income, net meaning after all expenses, money I did not pay myself, this now money is subject to a 20% QBI deduction. So my flow through entity owners receive QBI deductions because they have flow through income. If you're in a C corporation, you do not have flow through income you pay corporate taxes, file your corporate tax returns, and then you have a W-2 or dividend income that gets reported inside of your personal tax returns. So if you're in an S corporation or an LLC, then you are getting to experience this 20% deduction. There are some phase out limitations. Typically this happens like right over about 137,000. Don't quote me. I can give the exact numbers for you guys at the bottom of this video but this deduction starts to phase out when you start to make over a certain income threshold. So this is the difference between having a flow-through entity versus having a non-flow-through entity, which is a C-corporation. All right, let's jump into number four. This one's a favorite. Tax credits versus tax deductions. We learned earlier what a tax deduction was and how it relates to a tax write-off and how it relates to an expense. But what is the difference between earning a tax credit, such as like a child tax credit, versus receiving a tax deduction? Because they're not one and the same. And understanding the difference between these two can help save you drastically on your tax dollars. Let's go over an example. If I'm someone who just earned $50,000 as a W-2 taxpayer, and I'm in the 15% tax rate. Marginal. Let's do a little bit of math. So if I multiply 50,000 times 15%, I'm looking at about $7,500 in taxes, okay? Now, let's just say I received a $5,000 tax deduction for charitable donations. Well, if I'm receiving a tax deduction for $5,000, it does not mean that I'm now only going to pay taxes on $2,500. What this means is, is this $5,000 is now going to go up here and reduce the amount of money I'm actually being taxed on. So that $50,000 jumps down to $45,000, and if I do the same math and multiplied $45,000 times the 15% tax rate, my new tax is $6,750. All right, and if I do 7,500 minus 6,750, I've saved $750 in taxes. So these would be my tax savings. So these would be my tax savings. So having a $5,000 deduction at a 15% tax rate saved me only $750 in taxes. So you guys can see If you spent $5,000 in your business and you're at a 15% tax rate, you're not getting all $5,000 back. You're getting $750 back if you're at a 15% marginal tax rate. So this is how you guys can start to see, okay, am I actually saving money by taking a deduction or do I get more money back when I have a credit? Now, same example. Let's say we had $50,000 and we multiplied it by that 15% tax rate. So we know that we have $7,500, but let's just say, we received a $5,000 tax credit. Well, if I've received a $5,000 tax credit, rather than having to dish out $7,500 in taxes, now I'm only dishing out $2,500 in taxes, less the $5,000 tax credit I received. Yes! Come Come on! Yes! I personally love tax credits, I love to look For tax credits for clients because it's important that we can get money back in our pockets. If I'm asked what's better, a tax deduction versus a tax credit, without hesitation, I'm going to say a tax credit every single time because tax credit is dollar for dollar money coming back to me. Whereas a tax deduction is just reducing the amount of money that I'm actually being taxed on. So I just wanted to make sure we had a clear understanding between the difference between a tax deduction versus a tax credit. Last but not least, number five, and probably one of the most important terms that I can give you is, what is accounts reconciliation? Reconciliation, guys, I am terrible at spelling. Please jump on me in the comments. I'm cool with it. Okay, what does this mean? If I'm a business owner, it's very important that I understand this term. If you're a business owner, you've been told you need to do your bookkeeping and accounting. Bookkeeping and accounting means that you're gonna be doing accounts reconciliation, okay? If you're doing bookkeeping, you're doing accounts reconciliation. I need you to reconcile all of the bank account transactions that have occurred inside of your bank account, okay? So if you have your card and you're swiping your card, your card has a bank that is tracking all of your transactions. These transactions need to have a monthly report. This monthly report shows your income that you've earned, your expenses and it is provided to your tax accountant at the end of the year at the end of the year and what we're doing now is we're letting you know what you're expected to owe versus receive back in a refund right at the end of the year not waiting until March 15th when your S Corp is being filed not waiting until April 15th you should already know what you're expected to owe versus receive back in a refund because you recorded your income and expenses, you pulled your monthly reports from your bank accounts that had all your transactions from the card that you spent and now we have this so we can file your tax returns. The income and expenses guys is gonna produce a p and and l stands for profit and loss statement. Look at that, we learned another term. Profit and loss statement, okay? Your profit and loss statement should also be coupled with another statement called a balance sheet. These two forms is what your tax accountant is gonna look at when we are doing your tax preparation. And it might even be what a tax auditor looks at when you're being audited, because they wanna make sure that everything balanced out from what you were spending your money on and what you're reporting on your tax return. And they also wanna be able to see what income you brought in And what were the expenses that went out the door? Your profit and loss statement, guys. This has been fun. I like going over terms with you guys. If you're looking for more, feel free to jump into my other videos. I talk about LLCs, S-corp, so you can learn more about the different entities. I go over accounting. I go over how to set up your accounting correctly in one of my videos. And I will be doing a segment like this every single month moving forward, so you guys can learn five terms from me, broken down in a really easy. To understand format my name is Carlton Dennis thank you so much for joining me on this video if you liked this video do something for me feel free to like comment subscribe leave me your thoughts and I look forward to seeing you on the next video over and out